Welcome to the Tug of Mort. We're so glad you're here today. This is a conversation between two friends. There's our the beginning of our typical intro. Yeah, there you go. Keep where going. We just talk about that's this right. idea that God has something great for us. And so there's something that's tugging us into yep. more. Uh, but, we're, but we are where we are. That's right. There's and where you are. are and where you want to be, there's this chasm, this void, this emptiness, this distance, this span that is the tug of more. And so we are all fighting to get to the more God has for us. But we've been learning how to be content where we are today. Today, we're going to talk about something that we've been learning and navigating right now in this moment. Wait, are we not going to talk time. about, are we not going to talk about main character energy though? Oh, we can talk. Yeah, let's talk about main character yeah, energy. Yeah, so I'm in my message. I'm talking about, I talk about like, you're not the main character. Right. God I, is the main character. Guess what? I am not the main character of my life. This is true. But I think that I am. We I all think, think that, that we are. I'm the boss, right? I think that I'm in charge. I'm the main character. But the truth is that I'm just a, uh, I'm not an NPC, but I am a like. Um, You're a supporting actor. I'm a supporting actor in another person's movie. And guess what? His name is Jesus. Because we watch movies. Or we don't play video Yahweh, games. Or Yahweh. Or Yeshua. Yeshua. <laughs> we have someone get mad. We have someone get mad that trust past trust didn't say Yeshua in his sermon. Why are you not using Jesus' real name? We asked how to spell that. They didn't even know. <laughs> and so I'm just saying, if you're going to get all bent out of right. shape about it. At least have your uh, knowledge backed up, yeah. ready to go. Is that Greek or Hebrew, ma'am? I don't know. Okay, then you can't be mad at me. <laughs> so we talked about how uh, we aren't the main character. Right. right. And so I was at a restaurant by myself working on the sermon and the waitress she said to me, you have main character energy. And that was the first time that I heard that. Well, she was just flirting with you. That's what was happening, just so we're clear. <laughs> you don't say that to someone unless you're trying to like draw out like more conversation. Draw right? out a tip. Oh, maybe that's all it was. You're right. I'm sure that's main character energy. And main so I was character. chewing on it. No, I love it. It was a great analogy. And it's true. We're yeah. Go. Can we link? Do we link sermons? Yeah, we link sermons. Boom. Oh, there we go. We link, link it. it. Easton loves it when we do that. So far, we have a picture of Bailey <laughs> in high school. And uh, here, put it up again. Oh <laughs> and she's going to love that. And then uh, we have yeah, Sermon Link. Sermon. Okay, good. Okay, we did a podcast. We did an episode uh, a while ago called Leading While Ooh, Bleeding. we sure did. And we talked about how as leaders that sometimes stuff hits the fan. Right. It's the worst. You're you're in pain no matter what kind of leader you are you can be leading a fortune 500 company That's or true. you can be trying to lead your child through target correct any and all ways on the spectrum leading while bleeding is a necessary part of being a human actually yeah uh but oftentimes we find that we want to Fa uh, fall into like, I'm just bleeding right now, so I can't lead. And that's not what we can do. We have to decide, no, if I'm really going to tug into more, if I'm really going to be all God's called me to be, I have to be okay learning how to keep leading while I'm bleeding, while painful things are happening. Yeah. But something we've learned uh, in that season is that it's not just enough to keep leading while we're bleeding. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep going and you don't stop and you don't change it up a little bit, then eventually you just bleed to death. You just bleed out, you're mm -hmm. just like drained and I can no longer take it anymore. And so something that we've decided and determined in our life mm -hmm. is something that we're gonna do even when we're bleeding, uh, even when we're leading, no matter what, what are we gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have fun. We are going to laugh while crying. That's right. So we talked about leading while bleeding. But today, we want to talk about laughing while crying. Have you ever laughed so hard you cried? Oh, yeah. Right? You ever yeah. been like sitting there? I've laughed laugh so hard that I almost passed out. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh so hard that I see stars and I look like I'm having a heart attack. I'm not. I'm good. Can we put in the, the clip of the video when you're like literally rolling on the floor laughing so hard? Oh, this was at a Harbor Weekend, yes, which was our at last a Harbor episode. Weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a video clip of you uh, yeah, laughing t to death on the floor. Yeah. And we're all crying, laughing, having such a good time. Uh, sometimes but sometimes the opposite happens. The opposite is what's happening. You're crying. Right. But you have to choose to laugh. Yeah. Because you can cry about a lot of things. And it's funny because once you start crying about it, you can just build the pile. And like the other day, I, I was saying to Rachel, I was like, don't you just like, once you start crying, you can't stop. Like for me, I don't cry very often, but when I do, then it's like, I'll cry at like cats, which I don't, I hate cats. So like, it's yeah. stupid, but I'll yeah. cry about anything. And, and the truth is we have to make a decision to stop, right? My mom, her dog died yesterday. I didn't say dogs. I said I hate cats, but I love Dolly. Dolly was the sweet dog. Dolly, pour one out for Dolly. Pour one out for Dolly. Sad. It was sad. Sometimes. Okay? It's that's, not my, that's like your first yes. sister. Uh, my mom and dad got Dolly, I think, right before I left for college. Oh, okay. So, you so never Dolly was never, house. was never like. She was never your like OG. No, okay. Binky. <laughs> Binky. Binky was my dog. Cat or, oh, this dog. Yeah, okay. Schnauzer. Oh, I'm sorry. Then Chelba. A what? Shelba. What's our know. other dog's name? It means it means dog in a Syrian. I was gonna say those names are interesting. <laughs> yeah, Binky and Shelba. Okay. Those were my those were my those, uh, are your OGs. those are my okay. OGs. But yeah, I mean sometimes bad stuff happens. Mm -hmm. And while you're crying, you have to um make a decision to not just stay in that in that hole. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's not just uh it's not just like laugh like something silly. It's like you have to make an intentional shift of your like mind and heart. Otherwise, you're going to stay in the hole. Yeah. So what are some things you do to laugh? Uh, lots of stuff. Laughing while crying. Um, well, first, Go. before, I think that you have to I identify like where you're at. Oh, that you're crying. You or have to that identify you're that you're like not just in like a sad moment, but you have to identify those like I'm in a funk. Yeah. Like. You know, time to shake it up. When I start praying for the rapture to happen, <laughs> you do that a lot. Uh, no, but sometimes. You remember when you were a kid and your parents would say that, and I would literally pray like, "God, don't come back, please, until Why? I get married." Yeah, I knew that. And was... like all the things that go with that, and then until I get to like have a good job and be a grown up in my own house. I'm here. Yeah, I've so done he all those things. My prayer, <laughs> but now we are our parents. <laughs> now it's harder in life than we. Than it was when we were young. Yeah, and if you don't, if you're not a Christian, you don't know what the junk we're talking about. Well, you go watch the end is near. Jesus is the Christ best. Mark. You should like him. Uh, yeah. So we, when when everything starts to feel like it's dog piling on yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and uh, you're getting punched and pinched and squeezed and right, jerked around things, yeah. and all that stuff's happening and you're getting dog piled on, it's in those moments that you have to realize, okay, I'm in a season of funkiness. Yeah. Not like good funkiness. Right. I'm in a funk. Like I'm not doing well. Yeah. That you've got to, you, you either just stay there. Right. Or you like intentionally laugh while you're crying. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of things that I do to help myself. Because I think your natural tendency is to like curl up on the couch, get a blanket and just stay there. Right? Like, yeah, with some, uh, human, with some, uh, with some ice cream. Yeah. I think as people, that's our natural tendency to feel sorry for ourselves, to feel sad, to want others to come along in our like empathy for our sadness rather than go, nope, I'm going to shake it off. Like, well, it's easier. It, it is easier. It's easier to just stay stuck in a ditch than yeah. just to dig yourself out. No, for sure. And, and so, so, so for me, I'll do all kinds of stuff when I'm in season sadness. I'll tell you what I think is the most important one. Okay. But then I'll talk about some of the smaller ones. Okay. I think the most important one is to have a healthy community. Yeah. That's the most important one. Smaller ones, 
for me is I'll listen to stuff that makes me laugh. Yeah. So I'll listen to uh, comedians. I'll watch a movie that's fun or funny or makes me laugh. Uh, even if I've seen it a hundred times, the, you know, the other night we were texting like our spouses and us have a thread and y'all were watching one of the Yellowstone series. Yeah, Rachel's not down because it's too intense. It's so intense. It's so heavy. And then you watched my 600-pound live after that, uh -huh. which is like an easier one to like kind well, of be lighter. And it kind of makes you sad too, but yeah. it's a lighter one. Then we were watching uh, like a Ryan Gosling CIA, like so intense movie. And then afterward, I found this stupid comedy where like these women are murdering their husbands. But it was like Whoa, funny. that sounds real funny. It was, it was funny. <laughs> and I was like, no, we had- They were murdering their husbands. It was real funny. Watch out, Aaron. Check yourself. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but it was like, uh, we had to swing the pendulum because we yeah. had gotten so heavy that then I was like, I'm going to go to bed heavy and then I'm going to wake up heavy. And what you're saying is sometimes we're in a funk where we just need to change a channel. Yeah. Like actually put on the office, put on yeah. Jim Gaffigan comedy, like for sure. Like try to find clean comedy watch, rather than crazy Watch comedy. Parks and Rec again. Yes. Like, you sent me a Leslie Nope I did. You're this welcome. Morning, and it was the greatest way to start my day. Well, it's because like, Whitney wants to be Leslie Nope, oh, which leaves me... Just be Ron, okay? I know, but the problem is is I want to be Ron slash Tom <laughs> slash Andy. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> kind of like a, a, a amalgamation. Yeah, yeah. A what? Amalgamation. Now I can't say it right. Amalgamation? Amalgamation. I think that's a word. Someone got a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have to choose to just laugh yeah. every once in a yeah. while. And so put yourself somewhere, go to a place that is inspiring, mm -hmm. go to a place that's outside of your context. Like we had talked, we took our staff yeah. at Harbor Weekend to a fun environment. Environment. Right. We got, now we could have stayed in the city. I know the dude who owns La Quinta. We could have got that hotel hookup. Yeah. Right. They that got a meeting. They got a meeting. <laughs> they got a meeting. I'm saying they got a meeting they room. They got a meeting room. You're right. Uh, but I, there's something to like, rattling yourself out of the norm yeah and you, you just said something so good don't go back to some of the places that make you sad there's been seasons of our life where we've been mm -hmm. like oh we're not going back to that restaurant right now yeah that restaurant reminds me of yeah. brings me down yeah. there's environments that we might in heavy seasons when we're already crying we have to make an intentional decision i'm not stepping into that room We've been talking about Correct. it a little bit here on the podcast. There are rooms of people that we're not going to step into See in suckers. seasons of where that are heavy and seasons where we're sad seasons where we already feel defeated. I'm only going to show up at parties that I feel invited and like excited to be there. I'm not yeah. going to go to ones that drain me. Yeah. Stress me out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Put yourself, put yourself in that environment. So identify, man, how am I? Am I okay? Am I in a hole? Am I in a funk? If you are, then what can you do to, to rattle, rattle the cage? Now we can run to things that are not healthy. Absolutely. Like laying on the couch, just sleeping, eating a tub of ice cream, uh, play, being Pixie Fair in World of Warcraft right. for 39 hours in a row. We can run to these things that we think are going to help bring us right. out of this kind of depression that we're in. But there's a lot of there's a lot of other things. Well, you can go to, you can go to workout. That's true. I'm saying get your body moving. Means if your heart is stuck, get your body moving. That's really good. That's really good wisdom. I think that because if you don't, what you're saying is, yeah, it's, but it's just one bowl of ice cream, but it's just one like sad evening. Yeah. But what it is, is a slippery slope and you yeah. find yourself all the way down in a ditch and you don't, you look at people that are really in a depression or really struggling or maybe have an addiction and you're like, how did they get there? Well, yeah. it probably started with a little bit of a season that was heavy and hard and over 
overwhelming yeah. and they just let one day go by and another day and another. And so uh, if we want to step into all the more that we're supposed to and that we're called to, we got to just shake it off, break the cycle and start again. It doesn't mean we won't have a funky day every yeah. now and then, yeah. but like get ourselves out of the slope that's going this way and pull ourselves back up. I love yeah. that. I remember back when we were at the Matlock building, um, we were like in the process of selling that building and there yeah. was just a lot of moving pieces, a lot mm -hmm. of stuff going on. And uh, I just bought Titus some RC cars and like really liked, yeah. loved playing with him doing that. And so I remember in a heavy season I was in, I brought one of his RC cars to the church. Yeah. And I would just be like deep in a sermon prep mm -hmm. or something. And I would just get up and I would just go outside and race his RC car around the parking lot for 15 minutes. And I need to bring it back up. No, it's smart. Like it was a break. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a break. In the day. In, in the, the day to put yourself in a different headspace and it really helps like free some stuff just, laugh laugh while you're crying no it's really fun you, you you reminded me of i remember a heavy season with my family like my extended family and it was like really heavy and aaron and i were having to have all these serious conversations and i felt like our kids were having to have heavy conversations that were bigger than what they needed to deal with yeah. and so one saturday i was like let's go to uh what is it called now no i don't know what it's called uh the jumpy place Perks, uh, bounce, bounce, What's it bounce, called? The bounce, bouncing place. Uh, Urban Air, thank you. Urban Air, bounce a lot. Uh, I don't know. Urban Air, it's like a trampoline <laughs> park. I was making up names in places that don't remember. even exist. Uh, and just we're like, this is silly. Like, we have no reason. Normally, I would only come here for a birthday party for some kids. But we were like, we just need to go be absurd and yeah. do something we would never do. And yeah. I remember we laughed so hard. Like, again, just because it was silly. And like, we're grown adults with our children in this jumpy place just jumping on trampoline probably pulled a muscle in my back but oh well like yeah. because it was go to, fun go to the roller skating rink yeah just do something go crazy bowling. different we just went and rode go-karts it's the greatest thing i ever did it was really about fun. to buy a membership to the go-kart place yeah. except it's like an hour away so phil, I'm not, not uh, phil ran into me he hurt his rib and man i wish we had a i wish we had a video i love you phil i thought whitney died it was it was actually easton ran into aaron and then I came around the corner so fast and didn't see their wreck that I slid and then I stopped and I was so proud because I stopped before these them. were not regular go-karts. No, these are called Andretti, like you Mario have to wear, Andretti. You have to wear a legit DOT approved helmet. Yeah, it was serious. And so then Phil ran into me and then afterwards he's rubbing his rib and I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I did it running into you. I'm like, oh, it was you. Oh man, I'm just kidding. Love you, Phil. Yeah, do, yeah. do something fun. Do something fun. Okay, laughing while crying. Yes. What else before we get to community? Um, yeah, I mean, just any of those things. So, something Aaron and I used to do years ago is just put music on in our house. That's true. Like, that's fun and light. Like, sometimes there's just heaviness. You get the news on, so sad. Okay, like, turn that drunk What off. is the thing that they're trying to make us sad about today? Like, they're selling sadness. They're selling They're sadness. selling, selling stress. <laughs> and, the news sells stress. God, it's their job. Right. And so it'd be like, that's enough. Turn it off. And so, like, yeah, the office is something silly in our house we've watched a million times and laughed or friends episodes or whatever but sometimes it's just music that gets you up and dancing and what you said gets you up and moving yeah go on a walk do something to change the environment and then just yeah just change the environment i'm not going to stay sad anymore doing do an activity yeah that you normally wouldn't do like uh this year rachel bought we always do a gingerbread house mm, yeah for christmas mm -hmm. but this year she bought four of them okay and so we had a, a like a gingerbread contest yeah and it was like this big thing the kids were so excited and like I remember coming home like, man, I don't want to do no, make no gingerbread right, house right, right now, but it turned into the funniest, funnest yeah. thing because, uh, it was different for my birthday. I just celebrated my birthday and three different people 
bought me Lego kits. Three people did? Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Lego kits, right? Yeah. Because they hear me talk about how Titus likes Lego kits. But because it's something that's different. It's something different. It's, it's something to try. And your brain is so engaged. It's something that will help unengage your brain, but in a fun and silly way. Yeah. No, something we tell our staff team all the time. I'm not wearing a wedding ring. I apologize. I love you, Rachel. I'm still married. I forgot both of them at home. You're going to put this one on? Yeah, that's going to work really well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just always, my whole marriage, anytime I forget to put it on or leave it somewhere, I just tell everyone I'm with. Yeah. So I'm with you guys today. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you did that. Don't be thinking nothing. Thank you for clarification. Back off me, that lady at the restaurant who thought I had main character energy. I am a married man. Yep. Sorry, late. It's probably, were you wearing a ring? I always wear it. I don't know what happened. You just left it on the sink or something. Yeah, we got a big fight through it. No, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's just kidding. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, what were we saying? I don't know. I, I like saying crazy stuff because then Rachel texts me whenever she watches yeah, the podcast. She's like, what? She, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, what you said? Gingerbread, Lego. Yeah. Oh, I had a train of thought and now I lost it. Womp womp. I don't know. Oh, I know. Our team, our staff team, we tell them all the time that they are the ones who set the thermostat, that they're not the thermometer. Mm -hmm. And so when you're leading while bleeding, when you're crying as a leader, as someone, whether you're a parent in your own home, whether you're a boss at your job, whatever it is, like we have to help set the thermostat of the environment around us. Because often whatever we're struggling with, whatever we're leading and bleeding through, the people around us are affected too. Mm -hmm. And so what you're talking about is shifting the atmosphere around you. And it's not just enough to change your atmosphere sometimes you need to go intentionally heavier and change the atmosphere around you and so what what it kind of leads into is the next thing that you want to talk about which is the community of people around you whether it's where you're working or your family but also you got to bring the people with you that are going to have main main character energy with you and like shake it up and have fun yeah just go go with a group of friends uh and what i do a lot like if i'm in a funk they know y'all know it yeah yeah yeah. so aaron already knows me and him were texting today about some stuff he already knows what i'm carrying yeah and so we'll go to dinner and one of us will say hey we just need to laugh tonight and so that is like hey we're not gonna have a meeting right because me and you are the the worst worst. we're the worst worst. aaron rachel are good at it we're the worst (laughs) we'll be in the most beautiful place and be like hey but what do you think about those discipleship processes what strategy should we have for this new next (laughs) step this the staffing issue what how do you think we move this (laughs) and and, then they'll be like three minutes you only have three more minutes but thank god yeah that aaron and rachel be saying three rachel just says shut up yeah yeah yeah, aaron gives us three (laughs) minutes because he knows that and i'll be like no you shut up don't tell me what to do exactly (laughs) so so glad for that but so we go with but the intention to, of having a good time. You have to choose it sometimes. The other night we had kind of a heavy day and like a lot had happened and we went home and we had something planned later that night that we were going to go to, but we were kind of like in a, I was honest, honest. I was like, I just don't want to go. It wasn't necessarily that where I wanted to go was bad. It was that the day had made me feel like, never mind, I'll just stay on the couch. I'll just sit here and yeah. be in it. And, and then Aaron was like, kind of at the same moment his plans had changed or whatever and he was like well we can if we want to and our we talked about it and we were like no our friends are going to go too and we're all going to go and we're going to be intentional together and then y'all were just bananas like that was the other level well, of it because i chose to you laugh. guys chose to laugh and chose to be absurd and what's funny is or what's what i've noticed in that is there are times where i or someone in the group you have to make the decision then to lean into that 
because y'all were being silly and absurd and at certain points we could have been like all right that's enough guys you guys are being so silly and goofy yeah. and like bring the energy down no 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 they're bringing us into laughter so now i'm gonna <laughs> choose to go into the laughter and not uh, bring down the energy around me and so i think that's the part is like you got to get around people that are going to help pull you out of the funk and yeah. so like y'all it didn't matter what we said y'all were going to keep laughing and being silly yeah because you're like this is what we're choosing yeah and i know by the time i got home that day i was like that evening i was like thank god thank god we did that i felt so much better which then in turn made my next day better you know mm -hmm. and i think once the only way to know how successful that is is to actually just try it yeah and then you realize the feeling of like oh i can laugh while i'm crying i think some people feel like but shouldn't i mourn this thing or shouldn't i really feel i should feel sad about this yeah but I for timeline myself right for for how long the bible right. says there's a season for everything under the sun cool cry it cry right. be mad cry. be upset right. but like but you can still laugh too for how long though right have a, have a good time you know something as you were talking with me and aaron the other night we were acting a fool uh aaron whitney's husband works in downtown fort worth mm -hmm. in like a professional environment a very professional so my man be wearing suits his words, and like his words are very political and like slacks right oh yeah <laughs> But I show up to work dressed like this. Yeah. I look like a big 13-year-old. That's fine. When I when I show up to work. And so you know what Aaron does? Is Aaron has more Hawaiian shirts and flowery shirts. Yes. He has this one jacket, this flower jacket. Do you have a picture of Aaron's flower jacket? Uh, yeah, yeah. This dude, this dude be wearing this flower jacket looking crazy. Yeah. And so I remember I said this to him a long time ago. Yeah. And he was like, because because I have to dress so rigid, rigid at work yeah. that when he gets out, he, he swings the pendulum. Yeah. And like, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Right. Right. Because it would be very easy for him to settle into. I am serious. Blacks, man. blacks, browns, blues. Right, right, right. Very, it'd be very easy for him to settle into solid neutrals. Yeah. Suit but, jacket and tie, man. Right. But, right. but he understood like, no, I have to, I have to be able to laugh too. And uh, I mean, well, that's, that's been good for me to, yeah. to learn to learn from. Well, the truth of it is, I think because he is actually the flower guy, like he is the fun guy. Yeah. It it has built longevity in the job that God's called him to in this season. Right. And that's part of it that I think sometimes we take ourselves so seriously because I am I am a boss. I am I am a, in charge here. People respect me. And it's like, no, that's true. But if you don't allow who you are to shine out in your life and have fun and laugh again, then you're not gonna be very long for the world of where you're currently called to. And yeah. so like it's super important. You've gotta allow yourself to go, okay, what's the area of fun where I am just me and I feel so happy. I feel joyful. That was something you and I struggled with for a while was what does bring me joy? Like, well, I'm still trying to figure it out all the yeah, way. Yeah. What, what makes me laugh? What is the thing that is more carefree? And we have to find that. You've got to find it because some of the things that brought you joy in one season will bring you issues in another. I love good barbecue, but like, that's not a good thing for me to run to. Correct. You know, correct. It's not a, it's not a healthy thing. Not for all the me. time anyway. So right. like on, as I'm learning to abide and take a Sabbath every yeah. week, is that really smart for me every Friday to go try a new barbecue spot right, in right. the Metroplex by myself? Right. I, like, I don't know, maybe, but it's not. Right. And so we have to, we have to find those other things. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know for me, I don't know all the way what they are yet. 
I've got some, but I don't no, know. No, but you have to just, and it doesn't have to always be the same. That's what right. we're learning too. And like something we talk about Rachel all the time. I think you mentioned it on the last podcast that like she's just throwing bananas around the room at our Harbor weekend. Like sometimes it doesn't have to be like, this is my hobby that I, brings me joy. Yeah. It's literally being in the moment and going, what's the stupid thing that will make people laugh? Well, Rachel's, you and I, go ahead. Rachel's been throwing stuff for ever since I've known yeah, her. Always. If we have a cheese tray at the church and there's leftover cheese right. cubes, she's throwing those. Right. If we go to a restaurant where they give free rolls, before we leave, she asks for some to go and then right. throws them at people in the parking in lot. In the parking lot, right. We just went out and she got a bunch of tortillas and was throwing them in the parking lot like, like frisbees. Like, it, it's just something that just now silly. she identifies. This is something this fun is and silly. Funny. It might make people it. laugh. And so like, I think for some of us as adults now, like maybe we grew up as like the class clown. Yeah. We were people that made other people laugh as kids. And maybe that was to mask insecurity or like uh, not knowing how to talk to people or whatever, but it's actually a gift that God's placed inside of us yeah. to help the people around us chill the junk out, to help the people around us have fun. And so we don't have to like shy away from that if for a season, uh, Tim always talks about it, like he used to uh, feel like he was not uh, good enough because he was the funny guy. Yeah. But now he's one of the best. He literally, his his job description is to be the culture creator around our team because that's what he does. He brings yeah. fun and laughter and joy. And so I'm like, thank God for the people around us. You got to hold on to them when you have them. And then you got to be willing to say, hey, I need to go to dinner tonight. Hey, yeah. I need to laugh tonight. Yeah. Hey, I can't talk about anything heavy. Can we talk about something fun? And it takes intentionality, but it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to take some inventory of yourself or ask somebody else to take some inventory of you. And if you're spending the majority of your life in that downward spiral, sad funk, ra choose to, to rattle out of it. Right. Or else it's just going to turn into, it's going to turn from an era, from a season to an era. No, right. Is that right? Things go from moments to seasons to eras. Yeah. I don't know if those are the right words, but like yeah. you're now in this era of three years that is just sad. Right. And like, and dude, funky. and leading is hard. Right. Like right now we have uh, young kids, right? And so for Rachel, some days it's monotonous. Yeah. Like the laundry never stops. The dishes are always dirty. Right. They're there are these things that are just that are just monotonous right and so rachel realizes the monotony and so she works hard to break herself out of that and yeah. she says hey i got to get out of here for a few right. minutes i'm going to the gym i'm going to target i'm going down where i'm going and so she just pulls herself out of that environment just for a, a window of time yeah. and then really hold on to that something we say all the time is that energy is a choice yeah and i've had people especially uh young young adults as they've like come in and are being mentored and they'll say well but isn't that just being fake isn't that just pretending and so i think it's important to talk about the fact that like choosing to laugh does not mean you're being fake no it does not mean that you are disregarding what's happening around you it doesn't mean you're not building a plan like you and i are still going to build a plan for the disciples or strategy that we're going right. to build we're just choosing the right time and the right place to do it. And yeah. we're allowing ourselves to be filled back up with laughter, filled back up with joy. But I know um, here on the Talk of More, we're very authentic and we're very vulnerable about who we are. And so it's important to say that, like, it's not about being fake. 
It's about finding what will allow me to keep being me, mm -hmm. keep being uh, more than what I was yesterday, tug into all that, that God's called me to rather than to get stuck in it. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's super, it's a super important piece that I just feel like. Yeah. I've heard people sense. ask that question about how, like choose energy, you know, and well, is that, is that being fake? Listen, if that's being fake, we're fake all the time. Right. Right. You know what I mean? If I was real, <laughs> if I was real right. every moment, yes. not many people would like me. No, if you had to tell everybody that their baby was cute or not cute based on what you actually thought. Or if I punched every person I wanted to punch. Right. Dude, I, like, so when everybody says that, I'm like, you're cute. Right. That you think that this is being manipulative or being fake. No, man, it's choosing. Yeah. If, if I get a flat tire on my truck, I don't want to change it, right, right, but right. I do it. Right. And so you click into a gear yeah. to get the job done. Right. And I think that when it comes to pulling ourselves out of sadness, we have to click into a gear. Uh, Absolutely. Into a gear. Okay. No, it's super good. We talked about places to go, things to do, people to be with. Uh, what else? Uh, one, I think that uh, they just text me that I think is a good one is what about when you're around people who keep you crying? People who are bringing you down. Are you allowed to tell those people to be quiet? Are we allowed to say no more? Like, what do we do if we find ourselves in a situation where we're just around people that are never, they won't stop crying? I think that there's a conversation to be had. Yeah. Um, and then you judge to see if there's a change. Yeah. And then if there's not a change, then there's a distancing that is yeah. applied. No, I think for sure. There's people like that with me that every yeah. time I see them, womp, womp. Right. What's the SNL sketch? Um, uh, Debbie oh, Downer? Debbie Downer. Yeah. Is it what's, Debbie Downer? What's her name? Debbie. Uh, they don't no, know. They're, they all, don't they're know. all 20. They don't know SNL. Yeah. SNL is yeah. no longer uh, relevant. I think it's Debbie Downer. Yeah. And like, it's it. this sketch where everybody's like yeah, at Disneyland. That's right. Everybody's at Disneyland and then she, they're like <laughs> eating or something yeah. and she says like, well, did you know that child labor is the thing that produces all the Mickey ears? And then the music is like, womp, womp, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they're like doing the funnest thing. And she's like, well, the report came back. I can never have children. Womp, <laughs> it's all womp. these like so sad the worst, things. Yeah. And it's, it's absurd. But those people really exist. Right. Yeah. Amber alert. Jesus help. Them. Oh, help Amber. Um, and so, no, it's, they are real in your life. There's people that you ask them every time you say, how are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm sad. And like in moments where you're crying, yes, we want to like have people mourn with us. But at the same time, uh, we have to be really intentional to give ourselves distance and space. You, you, you know what I tried to do for a long time what? with people like that is I tried to be a tugboat for them. Okay. I tried to see their sadness, yeah. see their lack of contentment see their issue or whatever right and i tried to throw a rope and use my horsepower yep to tug them into more and man it led to me overheating and me getting burned out Absolutely. and me getting sad that they sunk right and so i think that instead of us being a tugboat we need to be a lighthouse yeah that is like Hey, this is the direction. Here's the direction. Like, watch Here's out for those rocks. I see you're about to crash into, like, yeah. that we're leading, not just forcing. What's right. the saying? You can take a horse to you water, can, but you can't, you make, can't a make a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Yellowstone. 
Yellowstone. It's so good, right? It's <laughs> no, so it's deep. like a quote. It's like a cowboy. It's a cowboy quote. But I'm saying on that show, there's always quotes. So I'm like, yes, it's so good. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. It's really good. So if there's somebody that's dragging you down, you just have to, be and like they won't let you tug them out of it, then dude, cut the rope. Well, something you and I have talked about before that in seasons we've had to be intentional with each other to, to recognize, hey, if I'm going down to a ditch, I can pull you out of it. And if we're iron sharpening iron, if we're equally yoked in our relationship with God, in our in our emotional health, in in the type of people that we are, then we can also then steer the ship back out of the ditch together or the boat or the car or whatever is in the ditch. Yeah. But, but if they're not people that are gonna be able to do that with you, then you just need to give yourself enough space because otherwise, yeah, they're going to pull you down and you're going to try unless there is a deep commitment. Well, truth. So I'm saying if you're married, you can't, we're not, telling I'm not, you to get I'm not telling you to divorce. No, them, right. But what I am important. saying, what I am saying is if you don't have the power to pull them out, yep. you need more horsepower. Yeah. It's counseling time, right? It's community time. Yeah. It's confrontation time that, that there has to then be, it's not just on you. And I think that we can think that stuff's just on us and then we don't talk to anybody about it. Right. And then, and then we're getting killed. No, so, so good. if you are crying, take some time this week to intentionally laugh. Yeah. No, get yourself some comedy, put it on your YouTube like yeah. feed, like actually take some time to go laugh. Remember years ago, we actually went to like a comedy show in yes. downtown Fort Worth. Yeah. And it was, we need to go more. Yeah, we need to just put ourselves in spaces and places that allow us to laugh. If you're having a heavy season, uh, or if you're crying about something, like give yourself a timeline and then go from this hour to this hour. I'm not gonna think about it. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm gonna do something fun instead. Yeah. And then get somebody to go with you. Yeah, and then uh, and then abide, talk to Jesus. If yeah, you, if you know him. It's, it's an important help. piece. Love it. Uh, we love y'all. We hope you subscribe, like, share, comment, all the things. Ask us questions, anything you guys would love us to talk about, we would love to talk about it. That's true. See ya. Bye, y'all.